What up? <laughs> technology. Yeah, technology. Ulrich, how's it going? It's good. It's good. And you? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. I'm not going to say what I just said. No, that's fine. Um, But yeah, welcome, people, to podcast episode 89. Uh, I was talking to Sid, and I was like, what the heck are we going to do for podcast 100? There has to be some sort of live stream, I feel like, you know? Yeah. But, you know, a little bit more extravagant, not just like four dudes sitting in front of a laptop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, make it like an occasion more. Yeah. Or do something special. Yeah. Like we used to do the... um. Uh, video podcast. Right. Early, early right. on, right? We actually still have a green screen. Grayson bought a green screen like two years ago for the purpose of doing a video podcast on Roads Untraveled. That just kind of faulted. Well, like, if anybody knows this, if you have a YouTube channel and you put up videos mostly and then you try to do a video podcast, it gets like a quarter of the views. Just oh, inherently. It's just not really worth it. No. No. Not at this point, at least. No. Maybe create a second channel just a podcast yeah just a podcast channel yeah. yeah just have interview guests and stuff and yeah yeah that could be cool no it would be fun uh what is going on what is going on with you and your cars my cars nothing they're good um 300 is it's good actually it sounds fine yeah i started again the other day and it started <laughs> <laughs> i mean for a that's 300 good that's news something. listeners good let's say something um no it's good um i kind of still want to sell both of them i am selling both of them the, yeah the 300 and the c63 yeah um kind of waiting for weather to get a bit better because we've had crap weather right it's been bad yeah. and no one really wants to buy a car in crappy weather yeah so there's that and perhaps we've in a different line after they're both sold as far as automotive goes right right maybe less yeah, four wheels. <laughs> no four. I don't know. I want to try motorbikes for a bit, maybe. Yeah. Something different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, I was wondering where you're going with that. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Just why not, right? I used to cycle a bunch, and I love being on a bicycle, so I feel like being on a bicycle but not having to pedal yeah. could be even more fun. And it's like there's so much more sensory input coming yeah. in. from yeah. every, Like you have more visually to become aware of. Yeah. Right, and yeah. you have more in your peripheral, and you have more uh, like sound and stuff that you have to be aware yeah. of. And it, feel, it seems like it would be more of an occasion as well, going out for a ride on a bike versus yeah. going for a cruise. Yeah. Um, in that sense, that's kind of like the C sixty three. It kind of dulls that away completely, doesn't it? Sure. That whole sensory thing of driving, just because there's so many computers and crap. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's where I am. Yeah, and you have like big pillar, like big A pillars and stuff, and like. Just a big hood in front of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Versus just a bike yeah. and two wheels. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah, I, I really want to get a bike too at some point. Yeah. Yeah. But um, other than that, yeah, same old, same old. That's good. Yeah. No, like, drift missile in the works or anything? No. Well, <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> okay, well, no, the funny thing is, the funny thing is, well, not funny thing, but if I did buy a bike, because yeah. they're so cheap or a lot cheaper than cars, mm-hmm. um, you could build a drift missile at the same time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. With the money, like, yeah. even buying a new bike, you can get a decent bike with a couple a couple years old for, like, easily less than 10 grand. Oh, yeah. You easily. can buy an R6, a Yamaha R6, I would say, probably, like, sub-2010 mm-hmm. for, like, three to $5,000. No. Bikes are pretty cheap. Like, a brand, wow. a brand new Ducati, wow. what was it, the 959? Yeah, which is essentially essentially a leader bike. One of the nicest. One of the uh, nicest, like the Lamborghini of bikes, so yes, to say. Sure, yeah. They're brand new. They're I think around between twenty one and twenty five. Yeah, that's nuts. 
which is nuts. But if you think about what you're getting, it's still cheap. It's a performance bargain. Right? That thing's yeah. crazy fast. Yeah, everyone that's driven it says it's driven it, ridden it, ridden it. Yeah, it says that they're uh, yeah, they're quick. Well, yeah. Aside from yeah, I don't know. I mean, you put that next to an Aventador, it's probably smoking Aventador, or it would be very, very close. Yeah, that'd be interesting right. to see the difference yeah. there. But yeah, so I want to try that. And if I don't like it, I could just go back to cars again. Yeah, I always have cars, but yeah, bikes can be fun. Yeah, have a have a bike for your you know getting around and stuff, and then yeah, you just have a drift car for when you actually <laughs> for your when your other friends are you know all yeah uh, all about the cars yep. and then yep. yeah yep. no that's definitely a good thing. I feel like a sport bike though would not be a necessarily a road trip thing. No, <laughs> no, definitely not. Like I wouldn't want to do anything more than even from like going from here to Penticton would probably be right. Like it'd be fun. But I feel like that's a long ride on a bike. Mm-hmm. But whatever. A sports bike for sure, yeah. A sports bike for sure. Yeah. I've heard, though, that... Well, the technical side of it is not really important. But once you go like faster as well, like, cause with, especially with sport bikes, if you're around town, mm-hmm. a lot of your weight is on your wrist, right? Just because of the, right. like, the way you sit on them. Yeah. So I've heard they can get really uncomfortable like that as well. But once you start going quicker the arrow, the way the air flows over the bike and stuff, it kind of like holds your, supports your body a bit more. Almost. Oh, really? Yeah. And you're like lying on the tank anyways. Yeah, sure. really given her. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Aerodynamic. Oh, that's cool. You could try it. And they sound awesome. I've, yeah, I've, I've ridden like a dirt bike for all of five minutes on the street. That's my complete motorcycle <laughs> experience, right? Yeah. Um, was it two stroke? Uh, no, it was, no, it was, no, it was two stroke, I think. Oh, really? No, no, no. I can't remember. I can't remember. But, I'd love to try riding a two-stroke bike because everyone, like, everything <laughs> I've ever heard about two-strokes is that yeah. they're just completely insane. Yeah. It, I think it was a 125 or something. It was a 125 dirt bike. It was really old and really loud, and we just ripped it completely illegally <laughs> uh, just around my neighbors. It was my neighbors. It wasn't mine. Oh, okay. But uh, that was fun. I was, like, 15. <laughs> That's a good age to be exposed to that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It was... And it... Or, no, maybe I was 16 because I remember... Oh, no, I was 15 because it was before I had ever driven. That was the first manual transmission anything oh, okay. I'd ever got on. Okay, that's cool. It was a dirt bike, like a year before I learned manual. So it was like to understand the concept of a clutch right. came immediately once a year later. I got into a truck and I was like, oh, it's literally the same thing. Just with your foot instead yeah. of your fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah. Other than that, I guess just I'm excited for Formula One this year. Oh, yeah. Wait, how long uh, do we have until that? Uh, next weekend, I believe, is the first race. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, we're gonna watch that. We're gonna try to actually keep, or like, I have not, that was the first Formula One race I'd ever watched in full the last time, you know, back in November, I think it was, or December. Right, and that was the final race too. The last race, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting way to jump into it. With all this, you know, controversy. Yeah, between Lewis and Nico at the time. and Got me hooked. Yeah, it got me. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, enough. we'll see. We'll see what the first race brings. But, right. Right. And I think most of it, as with any sport, is half the fun is uh, be, just being around your buddies and yes, having yeah. a good time, being so yeah. like you discuss things or whatever yeah. and just yeah. react together. It's kind of yeah. like watching a movie or any sporting event. Yeah. No, the communal mm-hmm. part of it. Yeah. And uh, and I guess it's more like it's like with a sports team, right? If you have a sports team that you follow and you know everyone in the team. And what each person's good at and stuff like that, then it becomes different watching it. Like you're more involved, not involved, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, you're more into it. So I think the same thing with racing as well. Like 
different teams you kind of start figuring out okay i like this guy i don't like those yes. guys yeah i want this guy to win stuff like that yeah because for if you just look at it you're like i don't know anyone i don't know like anyone's personality so i don't really care who wins whatever exactly so that sense it, it's fun too once you and, get into it oh yeah for sure and i feel like social media in general and like facebook and instagram and twitter have just blown the doors off like you were saying like you people almost feel like they know celebrities now oh yeah right because yeah. people people like celebrities get really personal on instagram sometimes right yeah and that's not necessarily a bad thing but like you said it, it kind of helps you get into the sport more yeah if so you're seeing their random meals that they're eating on a <laughs> saturday <laughs> or something yeah so i don't know but it should be a good season because uh formula one is under new ownership for the first time in a very very long time i believe mm -hmm. um Bernie Eccleston is no longer, like, I don't know. I think he's still involved in Formula One. Right. I haven't read into it. But, um, like, it's owned by an American, some guy down in Texas or something, I think. Oh, really? Or, like, some American corporation yeah. now owns Formula One. And they're going to try and make it more exciting because for a long time, they're Formula One. Just because the whole point of it is to be the best of the best, right? The fastest of the fastest. And so the engineers and the designers and the, each each individual team they put so much energy into making the cars faster and faster and faster. Right. And it just gets dangerous, right? So then they keep like clamping down new laws, clamping down new laws to make it slower and slower and keep it. They try and make it slower, but the cars still keep getting faster. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so the cars just over years got kind of boring and with emission stuff as well, because they went from V12 to V10s to V8s and now they're like single turbo V6s. Yeah. And like a big thing was everyone was complaining about the sound of the cars. Um, so now under the new ownership, the cars, I think, sound a bit better. They're actually trying to get the V12, the single turbo V6s to rev up higher. Sure, now. yeah. Um, yeah. So they've done stuff like that. Uh, I think they've obviously changed exhausts and stuff. But the car has also got wider. Dude, you showed me a picture. Yeah. And uh, that's that's not like a minor adjustment, you know? No, especially with a car <laughs> like that. That's a different that. car. Yeah. That's different physics. That's it's, completely yeah. different aerodynamics. Yeah. And So the car's got... Uh, what they used to be? I'm just looking at it. They used to be 1,800 millimeters, so 1.8 okay. meters wide. Yeah, and now they're two meters wide, so they didn't gain that much. But it, to be honest, that's actually a lot. When you put them side by side, when you show a picture from the rear yeah. of the car, yeah, it's substantial. Yeah, and the cars are heavier this year. well, 20 kg heavier. Okay, well, <laughs> but for a, a Formula One car, that's a lot, right? Yeah, considering that they the weight limit, I think was. Uh, 802 kg and now they weight 822 right so i don't know it should be interesting like lower heavier slightly so what do you cars, think like better tires too i was gonna say the tires too look extremely wide and if they are better tires and stuff but the thing is they're running on like monaco doesn't change at all that's the thing the only thing that changes in formula one are the cars yeah so that just makes it that much more insane of like, okay, the acceleration, you're going to be accelerating for a shorter amount of period of time, presumably, if the cars right. are slightly faster. But it's going to be in the corners where it's going to be like little mini school changes are going to make that much of a difference. Yeah, it. I guess that's part of the reason why they you know, try and limit the cars as well. Because like a good track, like you said, is Monaco. Like mm -hmm. It's a terrifying track. Yeah. <laughs> and they just keep going faster through there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess it's just trust in the car. Trust mm -hmm. in the design behind the car. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Do you know if Formula One drivers get to train on every single track, like, before the season they starts? They have... Well, not before the season starts. Um, 
but before each race they mm-hmm. have like a test day and then so like i think the friday they go for testing so they could do a couple laps set the car up for the track mm-hmm. so they get used to it and um then the saturday they have qualifying sunday is race day right yeah and they all have like each team has sims like the full moving sims with the 3d screens and whatever mm-hmm. so they can practice on sims i mean i guess that helps with just memorizing corners and stuff like that mm-hmm. more so than anything else so i don't think they really have to go whenever they want sure they've, yeah. and they've, most of them have done the track so many times they know them right yeah if you're there you're there and like yeah simulators can help for a, to a certain extent yeah but in terms of uh like a lot of people don't know like the physical exertion that is required to like race an F1 car for how it's long they insane. do is pretty nuts. Yeah. And that cannot be replicated in uh, a, sim- a simulator. No. Lots of back in um, the movie Rush, mm-hmm. uh, they talk about well, that era. Actually, I think, yeah, that era, mm-hmm. which uh, I can't remember when that was. But drivers used to lose like crazy amounts. Like they get in the car and when they get out after the race, they would be something like some of them would be like 10 kgs lighter. Just from so like physical exertion, like you sweat so much and you, your body just breaks down because the cars and everything back then was so brutal, right? That's crazy. And uh, I mean, the cars now a lot better. Like some, they have, they press a button and there's like yeah. a straw that, whatever they want, Gatorade, <laughs> whatever is there. If you want tea, there's tea in it. Like so, the cars have gotten better. They've got uh, cool suits and stuff now. Yeah, cool suits are That's awesome. A, yeah, I've never so, tried them out, but. But the idea is really yeah. cool, yeah. yeah. But back then, they didn't have any of that, right? Mm-hmm. It was just, you're in the baking sun in a race car surrounded by a fuel cell. Yeah. And hitting, like, 3 to 4G on every corner. Yeah. It takes a toll. Oof. Yeah, speaking of uh, that, getting in the, just for a brief second, uh, speaking of Gs, to compa- right. for a comparison, the CTSV I was in down in LA, and the C7Z06 also has that telemetry system where you can hit record. Right, right. It has a camera on the back, camera on the front with your speed, your gears, your lateral Gs, your the amount of braking acceleration, basically like Forza. Right, and right. you can record it for lap times, right, for track days. Um, the maximum that the lateral G thing has on it is two. And you're, you gotta be hard pressed to even get to like 1.5 G's. It's like, so. <laughs> yeah, and these guys are going like 4G in a corner. Yeah, yeah. And on a streetcar, like the CTSV has pretty wide tires. Like it's, for yeah. the most part, it's a sticky car. Yeah. But, it's, I mean, it's no comparison. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like, just tiny things about Formula One cars, like go back to the cliche, like everyone always refers to like the Top Gear thing where, um, Jeremy Clarkson, there's a one corner on their test track that mm-hmm. he always talks about. And um, he goes, for me to take this corner in, I think he has a, a... I think he actually had a C63 or he had an AMG somewhere, a CLK AMG maybe. Mm-hmm. But he's like, the fastest I could take this corner in my AMG is, I think he said, 80 miles per hour. For the Formula 1 this, car yeah. to go around that corner, you have to be doing over 120 miles per hour. Otherwise, the arrow doesn't work and you will crash it. Mm-hmm. So... Everything your body is telling you slow down, but for the car to actually work, you have to accelerate. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's got to mess with you. Oh yeah, and I that guess was... you get used to it probably. Oh for sure, yeah. Like when the, you just have to build up that experience, right? Over and over and over again, you just like, yeah, I just have to push myself, right? Yeah. And I, that was definitely one of those Top Gear moments that, like, that clip somebody put it on YouTube and it became like viral because yeah. everyone was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's nuts, right? And that was a while back too. I think that was that was like prime Top Gear years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't so know, I can only imagine what the cars can do now. Mm-hmm. There's actually a cool video um, of Spa. Mm-hmm. 
you know, oh, I don't know how to like describe it, but you know how like at Spa they have that downhill section where you start like the start grid, and then it slowly goes left and then the uh, hits right again and goes over that like the hill goes up kind of that famous the the freaking yeah yeah and then at the top of the hill it goes left yeah there's a video a really cool video that shows uh gt3 cars versus formula one cars going doing that same stretch at the same time i could show you afterwards or you could google it now or sure whatever. yeah yeah it it puts it into perspective very well yeah <laughs> the difference between a formula one car and a, just a gt3 car which is a stripped out yeah 458 or stripped which out, is a nutty which is race insane car. It's like a race that would car. scare yeah. you yeah and it makes it look like they're like v-dub beetles <laughs> yeah yeah know. that's nuts so i'm excited for the season i guess oh it's gonna be really good i'm gonna try my best to wait like i don't even know with formula one like I don't have cable, right? Most mm. people don't have cable. Yeah, me neither. Is it so? It's just like stream HD live on the internet, or it's is it cable? Like... But you could probably stream it somewhere. We'll f- right, we'll find it. Yeah, yeah. It's the modern world. You should be able to find it somewhere. Because I want to watch that live. I want to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's good. I kind of want to get into other because I've. That's. That's pretty much the main automotive sport I've ever like had any association with growing up because right. my dad watched Formula One, so that's what I watched growing up. Um. Not, I love Formula One. I'm not saying anything bad against it, but I kind of want to get into other series as well. Like I want to watch the. Oh, it's already started this year. It's, I think it's well in, on its way. But um, the World Rally Championship. Yes. Yeah. Because that's another like completely nutty so automotive different. thing. Like yeah. it's yeah, it's yeah. all about you know it goes away from aero and all that, but goes to, like straight mechanical grip and just insanity really. Yeah. And this the difference with a rally too is. On a track, for the most part, the variables on a track don't really differ, other than the rain and the dry, right? Right, yeah. And the temperature, too. Right, so time of day. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. But in a rally car, like, you literally drive over a patch or go around a corner a certain way. It's totally different for the next driver, potentially. Yeah. Right? It's a different corner. Yeah. Right? You have to take all those things into consideration with, like, split-second precision. Yeah. And it's weird, like, yeah. another comparison with them. Rally cars this year just had a big up in their uh, their maximum power, whatever. Like you can't right, make more than this right. amount of power, and I think it's three hundred and eighty brake horsepower. So they're not allowed to make more than three hundred and eighty. The Formula One cars are making about a thousand mm-hmm. at the wheels. Yeah, <laughs> and t- <laughs> arguable and a, a rally cars still accelerate faster than F one cars off the line. Really? Uh, well, rally cross cars, but that's just right. all, one. They've got all wheel drive crazy launch control mm-hmm. and they're not trying to launch with a thousand wheel horsepower like that it makes it hard to launch anything with a thousand yeah so but yeah off the line at like for the first 20 meters i think they're faster that's than, crazy yeah. yeah no and arguably it's equally as intense and involved as formula one i would almost say nowadays more so sure yeah just because rally hasn't really changed but the technology in formula one cars have made it has made it easier for like you were saying, F1 like the drivers. cool suits and everything. And so yeah. I'd almost argue rally driving is harder. Mm-hmm. It's definitely harder on your body, like yeah. the jumps and like stuff like that. Like that's got to be bad for your back. Are they obviously they're sequential? Are they all sequential? sequential yeah, six yeah, yeah. Sequential dog boxes. Yeah. Do people do they have paddles at all, or is it no? It's, it's, it's the uh, paddle. I think that's up to you, probably. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They that's a, ni- a kind of nice thing about that too is I feel like you have more freedom to personalize your car. Sure, yeah. In that sense, Formula One used to be like that. There was a um a car called what was it? I think it was the Ty- Tyrrell or Tyrrell six wheeler or something. Okay, yeah. And it had 
the same size back wheels as any other F1 car kind of thing. But in the front, instead of having one big meaty tire on each side, mm-hmm. it had two on each side. Oh, so what? it was six in a row, but two steering wheels up front. Whoa. Yeah, but this was like same era, like in the movie Rush again. Referring back to that, they yeah. have they show it for a couple of scenes, and um, yeah, it's a, a six wheeler or something. Which was one. so Formula One used to have this insane, like, like it was just like culture. Go just, yeah. like do what come up with the craziest thing you can, and yeah. people would come up with the craziest thing. Like it's a point where they had ground effects. Mm-hmm. Where they had these skirts on the sides of the cars that would come down, um, and it would just essentially like help with the airflow around the car, and it created a suction underneath the car that sucked the car to the ground, and it got banned because it was too dangerous, and the drivers couldn't handle the amount of G's that the car was producing around the corner. Like the car could just grip. There was wow. essentially infinite grip if you could perfect the ground effect. Yes, right? yeah. And so drivers were just like blacking out and stuff i think and so they're like okay yeah you can't do this anymore human limits yeah, yeah. so it's pretty pretty much the inverse or the opposite of a hovercraft because where yeah, a hovercraft exactly, is just yeah. like lifting it just enough creating that but it's like yeah, it's the opposite it, yeah. yeah if you want to get enough force yeah. that's crazy yeah. so i like that the whole idea between formula one where you have the people making the rules and they're like you can't do this you can't do this and you get the engineers that are going okay so how do we get around that like how do we make the cars faster with all these Mm-hmm. rules and regulations which to some like to a certain extent i would imagine kind of produces and encourages almost more innovative or di- a exactly. different direction of innovation at least exactly so right. yeah in a sense you have to create the rules and regulations in a way that creates good innovation mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and i think it is because a lot of the hybrid technology and um the porsches and stuff have come from le mans racing mm-hmm. with the lmp class where they you know if they've gone to single turbo uh hybrids oh single uh sorry diesel uh turbo diesel hybrids diesel yeah uh audi cars are uh, turbo diesel hybrids oh wow yeah i did not know v6 i think it's a single turbo v6 turbo diesel yeah um and those are the cars that run at like circuit of lasarth like yes yeah those cars hit 400k and easy on the straight uh, back straight yeah yeah and now because of the back straight because uh so many cars would flip on that back straight they would just hit a bump and yeah. the arrow would stop working and they would just backflip. Um, so they put those two kinks in it now. And I think some of the cars are still hitting close to 400 kilometers an hour. That's Definitely crazy. over 300. Yeah. Yeah. So those, yeah, those turbo diesels, the Audis, um, I think the Porsche is still a petrol engine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so is the uh, Toyota. Yeah. I don't know who else is running this year. Nissan had that weird Delta wing. I don't know if you ever saw that. I don't They're think like so. They're like a Delta no. wing, which is like no. a little triangle car. What the heck? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, it, it was nuts. Yeah, but it, it didn't perform very well. Yeah, audio. Of, yeah, but anyways, what I was getting to is all that like that hybrid tech has been trickling down into stuff like you know the um nine eighteen, the, the La Ferrari yeah. stuff like cars like that have been. So yeah, it's good. I think it's good. Yeah. No, I I would agree with you on that. I don't know. That's another thing that I want to get into is like you said, rally for you, right? And then other series like if it, there happens to be like a a very eventful racer, a very like hyped up yeah, race. Like so the twenty four hours Le Mans, exactly cliches like that. Well, exactly. cliches, but yeah, they're cliches for a reason because they're good races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they just did the American twenty four hour race, the one in the states. Uh, yeah, Daytona. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is like obviously a little bit, a little section of the oval, and then they basically use the entire infield, which right, is essentially right. another road course. Yeah, and then you have the whole banked like section. Yeah. That's That'd another race nuts. I haven't watched, but <laughs> oh, I, me neither. I would love yeah. to watch it though. I haven't even watched twenty four hours of 
what is it? Lamar. Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> no, me either. Me either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that would be super cool too. Once, uh, once, like, I don't know what other, you know, big 24 hour races they have in, uh, in the States, but to go to one of those events, mm-hmm. I mean, plane tickets dom- or domestically, right? Within North America are relatively cheap for the most part. Yeah. Right. You're talking like under 500 bucks pretty much to go yeah. anywhere other than like Hawaii. Yeah, right. Yeah, maybe a even bit Hawaii more, but... is not that expensive. I think it's it's cheaper to go to Hawaii than it is to go to Toronto from here. You know that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which is kind of crazy. <laughs> nuts. <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> yeah. But no, I agree. Like, I think there's one at. I think there there's got to be one at Road America because it's a big track. Oh, They've I would gotta love do one to go there. to Road America. Yeah. That would be although a cool one I would for my first event like that, I would much rather go to a place like Daytona where you can basically see the entire track. If you're in the stands or if you, right. I don't know what the deal is with getting in the infield or whatever. Um, press pass. But yeah, press pass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but then you can see, because Road America, it's like you can go to a corner and you can watch that corner for a little bit. But then you got to walk really? or take yeah. a golf cart, whatever the heck they do, yeah. to go to the other side of the track and watch a different corner. But if you have a stadium, you can see the whole race. Yeah, and you get all the noises and yeah. stuff, probably. And that's the other cool thing about uh, those races is you have so many different classes of car running in the same track at the same time. So you have mm-hmm. like the GT3 cars, then you have the LMP cars and whatever in between. I think LM- you get LMP, which is the fastest, and then it goes down from there to like LMP3 or stuff like that. I sure, yeah. But that's kind of cool that they have just, well, just 458s. Like GT3, 458, <laughs> or 458s, uh, Huracans, whatever. And then you've got these LMP cars just making them look like yeah, mopeds or something. Yeah. Now, I don't know, but like... Where does Formula E stack up? I'm not suggesting that I want to watch Formula <laughs> E, but I'm just saying, like, in terms of downforce and grip, like, are they even close to a GT3 car or no? I honestly, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I haven't yeah. looked into it at all because it's Formula E. Yeah, I raced, <laughs> I was by, forced I, to race a little bit of it in Forza. Right. And I was like, these are not fast. It's no. super boring. And I just, like, put on music, muted the game, and was, like, level just grinding yeah. <laughs> just through Forza. Yeah. Um, but. I've, I heard, I saw an article somewhere that apparently it's supposed to start getting better because it's not a very old sport. Like it's a very new form of racing. A couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was struggling to take off, struggling to take off. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I don't think it's going to really gain much traction, but I heard the cars are supposed to start getting fast and stuff like that. So I'm sure the downforce in them are, the downforce would be rated for what the car is capable of speed sure. wise. Yeah. So I, I don't know. They if they're do not ha- fast, probably not great arrow because you don't need it, right? It'd be overkill. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It'd just create more drag. Yeah. Right. And well, the good, the only redeeming quality I see about Formula E is um, just instant torque. Oh yeah. That's that's pretty much the only thing. But uh, that's Formula One cars. Oh yeah, for sure. Just no, exactly. With, but it's a completely different way of doing it. Yeah. I mean, it's not instant torque, but it you won't feel the difference. You may as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to notice the difference. No, exactly. Um, the tech is, so, there's so much money poured into it. Actually, here, wait, uh, I want to read, uh, um, speaking of the money factor of it, I right. saw that when I was like looking through the, the rules and regulations earlier and it was something, oh yeah, okay. How long is this list of <laughs> rules and regulations? Oh, no, this is, it's just like a touch up of, uh, what do you call it? Just what they've changed. The main oh, things see. they've changed from last year because they change it every year, right? Yeah. So they were talking about the power units and the engines in the cars and how it's crazy because essentially Mercedes is winning 
well, if anyone watches racing and they don't agree with this, they're going to be angry. But Mercedes is winning because they have more money than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Well, they're putting more money into Formula One than anyone else, into their research and development. So yeah. they have a more reliable engine. You get demerited if your engine breaks and you have to replace certain parts in it, or if you have to replace the engine, you get demerited. So you have to start further back in the grid. It's harder to pass nowadays because the cars are so fast. So essentially, qualifying is it. If you have to change something, then you get set back from where you were qualified. So you're going to place further back. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So if you build a reliable car, you win. Yeah. And that's <laughs> kind of how Mercedes, I, that's definitely part of how Mercedes, and that's just because they have more money. So in order to make, they say in order to make it more uh, even yeah. between teams, they're now reduced the price per season to only a million euros. You're only allowed to spend a million euro, euros. On, on what? Is that like a total budget? For one engine. For one engine. That's one okay. engine. Right. For, okay, so yeah. the power unit price for customer teams has been reduced to 1 million euro per season. That's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> a million euros? Yeah. For an engine. Yeah. Well, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Is this... <laughs> let me clarify something. Is this just the physical components or is this all the research and development no no this is just like the engine and the this is just the engine this is what like you take one out you put another one in right okay the price has now been set at like it's not allowed to be cost more than a million euros yeah yeah (laughs) and to like honda with mclaren so honda is now they're making engines for mclaren mclaren's focusing on the uh chassis they contracted honda to make engines for them the i think within the first week of testing they went through seven engines. Now think about it. If, if your engine, not this doesn't mean that they're it doesn't necessarily mean their engines cost a million euros. Yeah. But if that's where you capped, you're probably going to spend up to that. Sure. And if yeah. You've just gone through seven engines, seven million, like seven million gone. Poof. Yeah. <laughs> they just keep blowing up. So. It's a crazy sport, like, money-wise. It's the cost of doing business. Well, you go to Monaco for F1 week. Oh, it's nice. The wealthiest of the wealthiest in the entire world are yeah. there. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what F1 is. There's so much money. Yeah. It's kind of disgusting, but mm-hmm. it's cool at the same time just to see, like, okay, this is what happens if you focus everything on one goal. It's a global event. Yeah. It's a global series of events. Yeah. Right. Kind of like, I'm not comparing it to the Olympics, but eh, kind of, in a sense, like it's almost more Olympics of brainiacs. Yeah, it's kind of got uh, the same structure. I mean, yeah. F1 goes to a lot of different, like F1 comes to Canada. Like, yeah. what the fuck? I wish they would come <laughs> out here, though. Oh, yeah, West Coast, yeah. Yeah, they don't come to the West Coast at no, all. No. Yeah. Where do they have F1 in the States? Uh, I don't know, actually. Why am I blanking I on this? I don't know, actually. <laughs> they used to actually in South Africa have Formula 1 at Kailama yeah. which is a racetrack but not for a long time now sure yeah I think the track well it's South Africa <laughs> <laughs> they're not going there yeah um, yeah I don't know where the States one is and I've never had one I don't think they've ever had one other than like Eastern Canada yeah yeah I would bet mm. it's super stupid because I bet if you were to just name the city of where the track where it happens in the States I'd be like ah right of course oh I don't even know that Oh really? Okay. I know nothing. I'd probably about, recognize it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I I haven't watched Formula One for a very long time. Yeah. In that sense, like I don't know the tracks. Yeah. You know, like the classic ones, like there's one in Melbourne, there's one in um what do you call it? Monaco. Monaco. Yeah. And then you get like the Abu Dhabi tracks. And Singapore. Singapore is a cool track. Yeah. China. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They're going a lot they're going east now. 
That was the last kind of push that Bernie Eccleston did when he was in control. He's like, let's go east because there's more money there, right? Sure, more oh, money. Course, yeah. it, it, it's his business. He wants to make money, so it's all it's closer together, right? Closer like together. coming to America, logistics for that. Yeah, because you have to fly an entire not just a car. You're flying multiple cars, like yeah. two cars, if not more, and an entire team. And and you can't <laughs> you can't people can't take their yachts like across the Atlantic Ocean to go see F one. No, they're fine. whereas they could maybe navigate through a little sea or along a coast to go to the next F one race, right? Exactly. The money just follows. It's yeah. yeah. So log- logistics wise, that makes sense to go east as well. Keep it all together, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Until there's time travel. Unt- yeah. And teleportation. That would, that would be nice. Yeah. That's the next step, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> And with that, that was, I wish we could keep talking. We'll, we'll talk about F1 more, obviously. And when the weeks come, uh, and F1 starts, we'll come back. We'll do that. We'll get Jesse on here and stuff. Levi, whoever watches yeah. F1. And, and Jesse's uh, into it. Yeah. Get him on the podcast and talk about F1. Thanks for allowing me to ramble about it. Oh, yeah. I'm more than happy <laughs> to. I want to just get, I want to dive in. I dive in, learn as much as possible. Just educate, basically just educate myself. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's good. Yeah. And then throughout the season, I'm sure, like, we'll, yeah. I'll learn more and stuff, but definitely. All right. Ulrich underscore C63 on Instagram. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Not for much longer, hopefully. Oh, oh. stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. All right. Um, Yeah. Hit us up at roadsuntraveledshow at gmail.com if you have any, like, questions. Give us a rating and review on iTunes if you want to summon up a five-star rating for us. Um, And, yeah, that's about it. We'll be back next week with, I don't know who, some podcast. (laughs) <laughs> That's a good way of doing it. Actually. Another podcast. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Ulrich. Cheers. Peace. <laughs>